tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid, Reuben. And I'm the very talkative mom, Dawn. <laughs> I'm being silly tonight. Good. Um, this week, oh, so welcome back to Kid Tested, Mother Approved. If you've never listened before, we are a weekly podcast where what we do is we either pick a theme or a theme is given to us, and then we choose a movie for each other to watch that week, and then we talk about it. Yes. This week, and and I I had the perfect name for this theme because I always come up with these dumb little names for these themes. Right. I had the perfect name for this theme, and I forgot it last week. I don't think I said it on air, but I remembered it just now. Okay. It was You've Got a Friend in Me. Perfect, oh, perfect great. duos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I like it. I actively was like, I'm not going to give you a Toy Story. Right, which is good because yeah, that's too easy. Um, so, excellent. All right. Well, so this week, yeah, it was it was perfect duos or, or the best duo, best, duos, best right. duo. And uh, mom, you're first. And yes. who did I give you? And this is interesting. This is actually something kind of cool because tell me, I gave you two actors. You yes. gave me two characters. I did. Like, like I was like, oh no, these two guys are perfect together. But this is the movie they're best together. Right. You gave me two characters that you thought were perfect together. Because they're wonderful. Anyway, what was your movie? My movie was Tommy Boy. Oh, so good. I get to talk about this, not you. It's my turn. Uh, <laughs> Tommy Boy, starring. Are you serious? Oh my gosh, it's Chris Farley and David Spade and a really excellent cast. Brian Dennehy and a bunch of other side players, but Rob Lowe is in it. Bo Derek is in it. Was he Rob Lowe yet or was this Oh yeah. What I don't I forgot to look ninety when did something. It? Oh yeah. Obviously before ninety seven. But... Is that when Chris Farley passed away? Yeah. Okay. Probably. It, you know what I mean? It was right, it was the... late nineties. Okay. So it's, um, yeah, oh yeah, no, 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 because Rob Lowe was in the early 80s. I, like, I don't know anything about, about Rob Lowe. Last night, St. Elmo's Fire. All I know about Rob Lowe yes. is, <laughs> yeah, we both kind of made the same face. Well, he was in Parks and Rec. He's okay. famous for being handsome. Okay. He's not John Stamos. He's not John Stamos. I get Stamos. them mixed up a lot, but I think John Stamos has a good time like on him, right? No, or they're the same age. I, I think they're, I don't have my phone with me. I'll, I'll look it up. You I keep talking. I think they're but... about the same age, give or take. I mean, I don't think there's a huge age difference. Um, no, I was. I thought you were gonna say. Well, and that whole thing legally with the. With the wasn't video. it a kid? A couple of them. Ooh, not, boy. not like little kids. But no, no, yeah. it was like a. I didn't know it was a kid. Right, not but it like wasn't a, like one. I think it was a couple. Yeah, but right, it, but, it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He it got was, himself into a little trouble there. Yeah. Um, okay, so Chris Farley, David Spade, written, we think, produced in the nineties, and. It is, um, so basically it's the movie of Thomas Callahan Jr., whose name is, who everybody calls Tommy Boy. John Stamos is 54, Rob Lowe is 53. Yeah, so there you go. There's not that huge of an age difference. No. Both have aged very well. Yeah. <laughs> both, 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 let's <laughs> say, come on, come on. Like, both of them have aged unfairly at this point. Okay, that, that's why. How I'm old are you? Like, <laughs> you're 51, right? I'm 51. And I've aged beautifully too, right, Ruben? No. Wow. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about Tommy Boy because we're gonna stick on point tonight, right? We're talk about the movies. No. Okay. Well, anyway, Tommy Boy. It's the story of Thomas Callahan, who Junior, who goes by Tommy Boy, and his father, Tom Callahan, is um, they own Callahan Auto Parts, mm-hmm. and so it's this really great organization. And Tom Sr. is an amazing guy. He's all about the company. He's all about family. People, yeah, he's People, a good guy. Great guy. Played amazingly well. 
by Brian Dennehy. Ruben, can you look up and see? Is Brian Dennehy... Is he still alive or is he passed away? I was just away? about to ask you the same thing. Yeah, I, I forgot. You I want to say he's still alive. I didn't take any notes or check any of my little things that I always say. Just cause he's 79. He's still alive. Oh, wonderful. So I have to Great tell you, character actor. Loved him in this movie. He is just so fantastic. Especially, I know you said best duos was Chris Farley and David Spade, but I have to tell you, they're not in a lot of scenes together, but Brian Because he, he dies very quickly, but... Spoiler alert, which I was just going to tell you. But um, Chris Farley and Brian Dennehy have this amazing chemistry. I don't know if that's the right word. No, it is. Yeah, yeah, They're so... They play off of each other. Very physical comedy. It was so good. So anyway, Tommy Boy has been in college. Tommy Boy graduates with a D plus or D minus, and he's so excited. He graduates. He graduates from college. He comes back home. Um, he's going to help his dad, and he, but he's really not the sharpest tool in the shed. He's <laughs> a little bit off. He's kind of chubby, and he... What does that have to do with no, this I'm mental just, state? Nothing. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he's a little he's a little schlubby, and like at one... He's a doofus. He's a doofus. That's a great way to say it. He This one scene... There's like these <laughs> hooks coming out, and he decides that he's gonna like bob and weave. Yeah, well, he runs during this whole movie. This poor Tommy boy runs into everything. I mean, literally, just like ooh, hits walls, hits windows, doesn't pay, see anything coming. But his physical comedy is hysterical. So good. It really is good. I don't think I liked it as much as you, but mm. I did like it. Okay, so then. Tommy Boy, I'm just going to call him Tommy Boy. That's fine. Tommy Boy finds out that his dad is getting married. And it's Bo Derek. Is that her name? Who is she? Okay, so her big claim to fame was she was in the movie 10 with Dudley Moore a long time ago. And she was the woman who was a 10 running on the beach. Okay. Yeah, I know. So he's... Uh, dad's going to marry Bo Derek and everybody's happy and it's going to be wonderful and they're going to have a wonderful life. And the woman has, um, the woman has a son. So Tommy's getting a family and the son is played by Rob Lowe. A brother. Yeah. Yeah. Brother. And, and, um, Rob Lowe is kind of a butt and that's okay, I guess. And Tommy boy just kind of lets everything happen and they're dancing and he and his dad perform a song at the wedding and his dad dies during the song. It's very sad. And then um, Tommy Boy has to kind of save the company because they have to keep going and they have to save Callahan Auto Parts because they were going to get a loan. Then once Tom Sr. died, they wouldn't give him a loan. So Tommy Boy is going to save the company with Richard, played by David Spade. Okay, so Tommy Boy is the physical comedy. Uh, Chris Farley is the physical funny part. And David Spade is the straight man. But he does get some really good Oh, he, he gets great lines. zingers in. Yeah. David Spade's whole thing is zingers. Right, and David Spade is in a new television show. Did you know? Because you don't watch television. No, Did you know TV. that? No, what TV show is he in? It's called The Mayor. He's in that? Yeah, he plays like the stuffy... You know, like, this is the way city council is run. Good. Yeah. Good. He, I that's think he'd that's play who David Spade well. needs yeah. to play. He looks older, but don't we all? Longer yeah. hair, fuzzy beard. Yeah. I tell you what, everybody in this movie, except for Chris Farley, for obvious reasons, has aged very well. Because I just looked up Bo Derek. She's definitely had work done, but 
Yeah, yeah, and I haven't seen her in a long time since this movie. So, anyway, so then Richard and Tommy Boy go on a car trip to go all of these places, and they keep saying... To, to make the sales. To make the sales, because they got to make the sales. they got to make this certain amount of money. And the company is depending on them. The town is depending on them. This girl, this really cute girl played by Julie Walters, who I like. Julie, sorry, sorry, Janine sorry. Garofalo. No, Julie no. Warner. Her name is, is not Janine Garofalo. That's Janine... No, look it up. It's Julie Warner. I know that. I would. Nope. I know that it is Julie Warner. Um, yes, it's Julie Warner, and she's waiting for Tommy Boy, and she likes him a lot, and he likes her. So they, so he and David Spade do this cross country trip, and they're gonna sell their auto parts, and try to get the company back on track, and everybody is saying no. No, 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 Because he no. can't make the sale. Right. He's not very good. He, David Spade tries, and he's better, but... That's but, not Janine Garofalo. I'm sorry. Who was right? You were... I My who, entire life... You thought it was Janine Garofalo. I legitimately thought that was Janine Garofalo. No, and who is it? It's Julie Warner. Yeah, I like her. I've seen her in a couple different things. No, but like in conversation, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I love Janine Garofalo in that movie. And other people are like, oh yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's... That's has, not Janine Garofalo. Not, Hey, guess what, Ruben? It's That's not Janine Garofalo. No, it's Julie Warner. That's crazy. I legitimately thought that was... Because she was in that whole circle of friends. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the, the Saturday Night Live people. The early 90s SNL. I don't know if she was on SNL, Janine Garofalo. I think she was for just a very short time. But, but she was mm-hmm. in that whole circle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, then they're trying, and then the, here comes some of your physical comedy, which just... It was weird, and would you ever really do this in real life? No, but they did. So they're driving down the road. I think they're yelling at each other or something because Richard doesn't really like Tommy Boy because Richard is smart and amazing, supposedly, in his own mind, and Tommy Boy is just a doofus. Well, I don't know what happens, but they hit a deer. (laughs) So they're all very sad, and they're crying. They hit Bambi and all that stuff. And instead of just, like, putting it off to the side or calling somebody because they got to hurry because somebody's closing in 30 minutes, they put it in their car. <laughs> they put the dead deer in their car. But they don't put it in the trunk. No, they put it in the back seat. <laughs> so and at what point David Spade goes, okay, we've got to hurry because this is no deer air freshener back here. So then they go do their thing. They make their sale. They're very excited. They come back, and all of a sudden, as they're driving, the deer wakes up, and it's like flailing around, and David Spade is screaming, and Chris Farley, they're still driving. Nobody's pulling over, and, <laughs> and the convertible top is flying off, and glasses break. It was just crazy. So, and then... But then me, they pull over. Then they pull over. And what does Chris Farley say after it all happens? I don't remember. That was awesome and he's like talking about how crazy and hilarious it was and david spade's just like my car is destroyed exactly because they even make a point earlier in the movie to show how much david spade loves, loves this car. car yes don't do anything to this car don't touch this... it don't eat in my car yeah don't eat in my car and he's got like the m&ms all over the dash uh chris farley put his m&ms all over the dashboard and then um some other stuff happened so they kind of sail they're all excited they're celebrating everything and then i don't know I can't remember why it happened, and I just saw this movie the other day. But they go to the gas station, and Chris uh, David Spade has to go in for something, and Chris Farley has to scoot up the car, and basically the driver's door goes whoom and goes the a complete opposite way that it's not supposed to go. And, and David Spade's in the store the whole time, right? Yeah, it doesn't see anything. 
So then Chris Farley like puts it back. There's a little bit of a dent, but he puts it back. And then David Spade comes out, opens the door, and it goes honk, and it falls off. And Chris Farley goes, "What did you do?" And David Spade is like, Ugh. "So then they're driving down the road. Okay, no convertible top. Yeah. No front door. No pass driver door. Yeah. You know, just driving. At one point, I had to laugh because it looked like a little baby gate they stuck in front. So." Things are just not going. They're getting the sales. Well, then we find out, except Tommy Boy and Richard don't know this, that um, Bo Derek's son is not her son, but her husband. Yeah. And they're just scamming for the Brian estate. Dennehy, yeah. Who's dead? But so for the um, for the estate. So then. Um, they come back and everything is wonderful. One of my favorite pieces oh, of physical sorry. comedy yeah, uh, yeah. is. Uh, Rob Lowe and Chris Farley early in the movie are hanging out like yes. to get closer as brothers. I think they go cow tipping or something. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's really a cute. And Chris Farley gets covered in like mud and poop and stuff. Right. And then he's covering or he's washing himself off with the hose and he does the flash dance thing. Yes. <laughs> he's like, she's a maniac. Yeah. It was funny in the songs that I mean, it was good. Is it dated? Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely. really dated. The the humor is dated. The music is dated. But it had some great songs that I loved in it. But it... And it, it's one of those things where it's funny because it's still... It's that early 90s. They still are good. Yeah. It's dated. It's dated. Like Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. Those movies are so dated. Right. But they're still good because they're still funny. Right. So, okay, let me keep going because yeah, yeah, I really yeah. did like this movie. Okay, so then... Uh, Tommy Boy and Richard come back and they're going to save the company. Woohoo! They're saving the company! And then Rob Lowe sneaks in and changes all the orders and it's all mixed up and poor Julie Warner quits because she's wrong and it's her fault but it wasn't her fault. And then some other stuff happens. I really don't want to tell the end because it really... Okay, I'll tell the end. Because um, I don't quite remember it. But This, um, movie, came, uh, this movie came out like I know 20 years ago. I know, but maybe somebody... I. I hadn't seen it before. Good. So, and it was good. Okay. So then some stuff happens, and then they, uh, Tommy Boy decides to go to his competitor to um, see if that he'll help or buy or some, keep the factory alive. It's one of your favorite actors that you, again, you've met, Dan Aykroyd. It's Dan Aykroyd. And it's great playing a Dan Aykroyd character. I've seen him in a couple of different films, and he's always it, that. It was one of those things where, oh, man, I wish that we could have gotten another feature length, or just another movie with Dan Aykroyd and Chris Farley. Oh, yeah. Because they I would liked... have played so well together. Yeah. But just because they're almost so different. Yeah, that they do. Like, because you think of Dan Aykroyd is usually with John Belushi. Right, got it. And, and yeah. who is, yes, similar to Chris Farley, but there's a difference there. Right. And how Chris Farley is normally with David Spade. And, yeah, you know. Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Did they do another movie together, Chris Farley and David Spade? Black Sheep. Okay, I feel like I might have seen that. It's the same movie. Is it? It's, it's the same movie. Okay. Like, it's it's Chris Farley and David Spade have to go on a road trip together. It, oh, okay. It's, it, I'm not joking. The it's movie. the same movie. I don't remember it. And I've honestly... For every 100 times I've seen Tommy Boy, I've watched Black Sheep maybe once or twice. Yeah. Like, it's good. It right. really is good, but it's not it's, it's not Tommy Boy. Right. So so then at the end, so they go to the um, competitor. He says, no, I'm not going to help you. I'm going to make them in my company, and I'm going to take your company over, and I'm going to do everything, and I'm going to use your name, but I don't need you. And then I can't remember what happens. Oh, the girlfriend, 
Tommy Boy's girlfriend finds out that they're married because her brother is um, a police officer. So she did a report. They're both in trouble. They're both wanted for a bunch of stuff. So Tommy Boy gets this gets. I think all the shares and he saves the company and it's wonderful. And it really was a great movie. I really liked the physical comedy of it and mm. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, no, I know you aren't. I, I just... Uh, you you like... You prefer Abbott and Costello over the Three Stooges. Oh, absolutely. Because Abbott and Costello is word comedy, which they're, they're, they get a little physical, but not really word. Three Stooges is 90% physical slapstick comedy. Yeah, I absolutely. I was just going to say, I prefer... Word comedy. I was going to call that that. Yeah, yeah. I prefer word comedy um, because the pictures and... and speaking over Speaking like and physical. sometimes... Yeah, physical. It gets old really quickly. Well, and, and I think that that's how Chris Farley could match it so well is they make a point to say he's a doofus and his dad had his selling speeches. And right. Chris Farley would attempt those and just butcher them well, completely. Well, that whole, it? yeah, that one story that he just couldn't do it right. I didn't even understand it when the dad told it at yeah. first. I'm like, what? But, um, and I don't remember it, so I can't quote it And then it here. he does his whole speech with the chicken wings. Like, he gets yes. his own speech about chicken wings. And it and, didn't really go very well. But then he kind of, like, is able to fix it. But, so to me, one thing where he fully did a, both word comedy and physical comedy at the same time was, I think it's one of the first sales where he's got the model cars. And oh he lights gosh, one on was, fire. I'm sorry, that was funny. <laughs> he, like... If you've never seen the movie, he he's trying to make this pitch, and he's not sure about what he's doing. brake pads about and how you need pads. to have Callahan brake pads because they're safe. And if you if you don't have Callahan brake pads, he goes, "You're driving with your family, and then you crash." And he proceeds to like light this guy's model car on fire, and then he <laughs> grabs another car, funny. and that's the ambulance. And, and he goes, "And rookie's throwing up in the creek," and then you got veteran on the thing going. Oh my God! <laughs> and and it's like rain, rain, rain. Yeah, it just it just it, it escalates and it and escalates. And it's one of those things where it's there's the only physical is his movements and what he's doing with these cars. He's and not his voices. Yeah, yeah, he's not smacking into anything. No. He's just being very physical. But that's what makes it funny is it how was, he's moving and how into right. it he's getting because he thinks, oh, this is going perfectly. This is gonna save it. And and the look on both Richard, played by David Spade, and the guy they're selling to is kind of like, uh, I think he's like, uh, get out of my office. <laughs> But what I liked about it, too, is the gags did not go on too long. Sometimes no. I feel like they go, in, not in this movie, but they go on so long, and you're like, we got it. It really was, it stopped being funny at about 40 seconds or whatever. None, and, and there's foreshadowing, but I don't think there's any major running jokes in this movie. No. Not in the typical, oh, like, oh, oh, he keeps bonking his head. It's like the car. A, yeah, but he says something, and he keeps saying it. And it's because it, it came up when I watch Amazon Prime. I watch it well, you, and but, the trivia. But, but but I'm saying that was it. There was just this one thing. And I can't remember what it was. It's word stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. it was son of a son. But they stop it right there. But he said it ten times in the movie. Yeah. It, it's and just holy like, shikies. He said that shnikes. about shnikes about eight times in the movies. Well, and, and that's the thing, too, is it's such a really... It's just well written and it's well acted. It really was. It was. A, it was a fun movie. You could tell that they actually were friends, and there's there's so much behind the scenes and okay. I, they they really. I mean, like they were really good for because I mean they're all in the same circle. Right. Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, Chris Farley, David Spade. I mean, hello, Chris Farley showing up in like every '90s Adam Sandler movie. Granted, he's just playing Chris Farley every time. Right. But I mean, even Mike Myers. Right. Like Chris Farley shows up in. I think he's in Wayne's World too. He is in Wayne's World. Yeah. The second one, not the first. No, is he I in both? He's, no, I think he's just in the first one. 
Then who am I thinking? Oh yeah, he. But he he's in Wayne's. You know what I yeah, mean? He's, he's got it's, these it's little this, bit parts, right? It's almost like I mean, you hear about like people like, oh, I got this job because this other guy was in the 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 fraternity I was in. Right. Where it's these all these SNL guys like, exactly. oh, you're an SNL guy? Come on, right. I got I got well, a spot for you. Second City, the yep. Second City Comedy Group is that what it was? Yeah, called? Second they, City. Yeah, they had that tight group too, where they all kind of hung together and did things together with mm-hmm. each other. And you, and you can see where that all spreads. I mean, that I I love you. Know, you know, I love that early '90s, late '80s kind of comedy group because you can see where it all spread. Even like guys like Rick Moranis and and right. who obviously Rick Moranis and Chris Farley never worked together. No. But you can see where their lines crossed over and who they knew and how you know what I mean. Right, exactly. It, you could see which group they kind of ran with. Like, so yeah. It was a good movie. It was a really good movie. Um, oh, did you want to... Sorry. No, I just... I um, Apparently there's... So, you know how there's all these like connected universe... Like, right. Oh, so this guy made this kind of parody video of those about the Adam Sandler universe. Okay. And how all these Adam Sandler movies are connected. And he's actually right. Like, there are all these references. I don't remember what Adam Sandler movie it is, but they do reference Callahan Auto Parts. Oh, neat. And so it's kind of like a, yep, that's in there too. And by the end of the video, the guy's like shirtless and like screaming and like, like he's all like dirty. But no, because it's like the, like, it's like taken over his mind. Oh, that's funny. And this, and this, he's kind of gone into one of those like conspiracy theory, like he's got the the pictures and the rope all over the wall. But it's like. (laughs) Really? That's funny. It is funny. But of course there's the Callahan auto parts. That's Um, good. I like it. Okay. Buy it, rent it, throw it in the trash. What do you give it? Well, I'm not a huge buyer of movies. I know. So I would say, buy it. Really? Yeah. You give that a buy it. Yeah, because you know what? I think it would be a really fun movie if you've had a really, if you don't mind the the physical comedy-ness mm-hmm. of it, um, I think if you were having a really bad day or a really rough week, hey, you didn't have a, de- a dead deer in the back of your car, yeah. so you could put that on and laugh a little bit, and oh wait, we forgot, we forgot what else happened to the car. They're just driving down the freeway, and the hood flies off! There's no reason for the hood to fly just, off. something happens. It's just, just, no, nothing happens. They're just driving, and all of us, sorry, I'm laughing. The hood just goes whoosh! Um, sorry, am I making your volume yeah, go you're way fine. up high? I'm looking at the audio, it doesn't matter. Okay. I'll so, fix it. So, um, but yeah, so this poor car by the end, it's like kind of doing the squeaky, squeaky, squeaky as they drive up. But mm. anyway, it's a buy it. Okay. Yes. Have you seen Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, see, that I d- it, it pushed it too far for me over I was just going to say. Over and over again. If Dumb and Dumber, like I personally love Dumb and Dumber. <sighs> but Dumb and Dumber has a problem. Okay. There's no straight man. Exactly. You need you need that straight Like, it man. is funny, and it really is a good movie, and I quote it all the time. Um, it, it, it's one of those really classic 90s comedies. Right. But, man, did it get lucky with not having a straight man. Yeah, because you really do need that because straight man. Because Jeff, Jeff Daniels should have been that straight man, mm-hmm. and he wasn't. But then you look at a movie, so on the other end of the spectrum, okay. one of my favorite movies of all time, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, another buddy travel movie. Yes. That movie, Great to me, film. is oh, perfect. That. This is comedy and funny. That's like a film. That's, that's a great film. Cause so if you've never seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, let's, that's, um, 
Excuse me, John Candy Oof. and Steve, Steve Martin, Martin, who both, I mean, like fantastic, play that. But I don't really. Is there really a story? Oh, yeah, Steve Martin plays kind of the straight man in it, right? Because oh, yeah. he can still be kind of doofy too in his crazy. He's way. not Steve Martin in that movie. Okay, he's, it's a good one. If he's you haven't the straight seen that man. One. Like in that movie, he's he's just trying to get home to his family for Thanksgiving, right? And John Candy's just trying to make a friend, right? And. What's actually really cool about... I mean, we're going to verge into that movie a little bit. But what's actually really cool is the climax happens in the first third of the movie. Uh-huh. Like, the whole... The rising action as opposed to the final third. So, the whole confrontation... There's a scene where they're in a the, uh, hotel room and they're mad because Steve Martin is upset. And he... and But then, like, I think John Candy has to pay for it. And then they're fighting. And John Candy gives this whole speech of, like, well, I like me. And my wife likes me. And that's the best I can do. And, and I'm doing the best. And this really heartfelt speech, which happens so much earlier than it should in a right, movie but it like was that. A good one. And that's what kind of, but yeah, no. So, this so. good. I want to go back to Tommy yeah, yeah. Boy real quick. Because the only thing, so I said buy it, but let mm-hmm. me say something. If you're young, if you're a young person, you're not going to know any of these people in this movie. I knew everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris Farley, you're probably not going to know that much if you're young. Which is I would a say younger than you. Yeah, which is a bummer. Chris Spade. David Spade, but David, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. David Spade. Sorry, David you, Spade. You're not going to know David Spade. You're not going to know David Spade. You're not going to know Brian Dennehy, which I knew. You'll know Rob Lowe, which is funny. Do you know mm. Parks and Rec? Oh, okay, yeah. So you would know, you wouldn't have any idea who Bo Derek is. I didn't is. know who Bo Derek was. Yeah. So do a little research if you don't know who they are, because it kind of adds mm. to it, I think, to see this cast. This movie, while I love it, bums me out so much because of what could have happened with Chris Farley's career. Right, and unfortunately, drugs took his career yeah, away. Yeah, which is just like his idol, John Belushi. John Belushi, right. and I think it was a very similar situation. And it, what what he had in the pipes coming was so would have changed personally. I think would have changed film and would have been very different to see how his career would have evolved. Oh, okay. He had yeah. recorded lines for Shrek. Oh, I read that. Yeah, that he was going to be Shrek instead. It was of... a completely different story. Yes. It was about Shrek as a teenager, and his parents were heavily involved in the movie, and how he didn't want to be a scary ogre. It was a very different story. His it, his yeah. recorded lines are out there somewhere. Mike oh. Myers did Mike Myers did completely different lines. Wow, that's interesting. Did this whole from... Scottish accent? I mean, they'll they'll never get released, right? But you know what I mean, it's like interesting, yeah. But and then he that's was also cool. uh, gonna do a. F- I keep saying the name wrong. It's not Fats Domino. It's Fats. Fatty Arbuckle. Fatty Arbuckle. Which I would have loved because I love... As a yeah. biopic, serious drama, which Chris Farley loved. never did a serious movie. Right. Never, no. not one. I would have loved... He would have played it really well. A serious... Like, would have been so... Which is kind of odd with the whole... Because it would have been specifically about the trial and the killing or whatever happened. See, and I don't really even know too much about Somebody Fatty died Arbuckle. or something and... He was, he was an actor, right? Yeah. In the silent movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but so it would have been very interesting to see a different side of him. Because right? all these other guys with him did that. With the exception of David Spade, they all did well can we play serious? Right. And some Which, could and some could not. Who do you, okay, of that kind of nineties, who do you think can? Adam Sandler? Eh. Oh, I think he's great. Eh. When he's serious? Eh. I no, because I keep waiting for the punchline. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, did you ever see Click? Yes. Click was a trick movie. Click Click at was advertised as a come see funny Adam Sandler be funny right, Adam Sandler. Right, and he wasn't. No, it's so sad. The funniest person in the movie is your favorite Christopher Walken. Yeah, but it's it's such a sad movie. It is a sad movie. Um okay, so yeah. Um Chris Rock? Is he serious? I don't I don't think so. I think his shtick is his character. Yeah, you know, he, that's who it's, he is. It's kind of like Chris Tucker. 
Like Chris Tucker and I just. Get Chris Rock. Excuse me. I get Chris Rock and Chris Tucker sometimes mixed up. Yikes. I do sometimes. I don't mean to, but I do. Um, I'm trying to think. Rob Schneider's never done anything like that. You know who I I saw do? I'm making a face because you guys can't see it, but um, I saw do a serious, and it was yucky. It was so gross. It was Mike Myers. Really? You don't he think did. he can do serious? No, no. Okay, he probably could. He did. He's he's really a good actor. Isn't he doing Gong Show right now as a character? Uh, no, that's Tommy Maitland. Wink, wink. Which is so. I get it. But, like, what? Right, it's weird. So, anyway, he did a movie, I think it was called 54, over uh, yeah. about Studio 54 in the oh, 70s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. He did fine, but the movie, because it was just a little bit too graphic. I didn't want to see what I got to see, and the drugs, and the sex, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the... But, yeah, so, anyway, let's... Myers, he's going to be in something else, too. He's pretty... I think he's... Of course, 90s comedians who can also pull serious, Jim Carrey. Oh, of course. Of Jim, course. I yeah, think Jim Carrey good. is a good actor. Where right. some of these guys are good comedians, right. Jim Carrey is a good actor. He's, he's done several good ones. Um, so, yeah. So, I you got to see Tommy Boy. It's silly and funny, but it'll sure perk up a bad day. Yeah. You know, you never I think know. it's on Netflix. Oh, I don't know. It's, I it's, like, it's one of those movies you can find everywhere unless you're looking for it. Right. Well, no. I, so, for no, those... No, but what I mean right. is, like, it's like exactly. you're, like, on Netflix and it's like, where Tommy Boy, it? Tommy Boy, Tommy Boy, Tommy Boy. And you're like, ah, I'll finally watch Tommy Boy. And they're like, we took it off. Right. Well, right now, it was free on Amazon Prime. Oh, it's so good. It yeah. was good. Well, it's definitely a... It, if, if you, you got to see it. Yeah. At least one time. It's, yeah, it's so good. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about Mom's movie. Yay! Do <laughs> well, you want me to sing? You're going to go, no. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Chubby little cubby all stuffed with fluff. He's All right, Winnie listeners, take Pooh. that make a sweet, like techno dance remix no okay back in a minute okay we'll be back hey podcast fans i'm rachel host of we're all mad here a new podcast about the history of mental health Do you love history? Do you love creepy stories of abandoned hospitals? How about questionable medical procedures? We're covering it all. Not only will we sneak around in old asylums, we'll talk about the patients that stayed there and what their lives were like. We're covering disorders, cures, and living life with mental illness. So come join us on We're All Mad here at allmadpod.com because the history of mental illness is insane. All right, we're back. Uh, and Mom made me watch it, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Why did you make me watch this movie? Because our, their theme was best duos, and the best duo is in this movie, Winnie the Pooh and Piglet 2. You're wrong. What do you mean I'm wrong? They're in the movie. Well, yeah, they're in the movie, but they're not the best duo in they this movie. They are the absolute nope. best duo. Nope. You okay. missed it. It was it was staring you straight in the face of who the best duo in this movie is, and you missed Winnie it. Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. No. Who is it? Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin. Well, yeah, but we're... But... I know, but... They're overarching story, because Piglet's not even in the first movie. I know, but the one... Do you know why he's not in the first thing? No. I mean, I we'll, no we'll, I'll talk about the actual, but okay. I, I looked into some research, because oh, I good. started I the movie. I do that. Well, I started the movie, and something stuck out to me like a sore thumb, and I wanted to know more, and the internet had no answers, which okay, is fine. Okay, what was the... Question? The opening theme... Yes. ...has Winnie the Pooh in it, and it talks about the characters, and 
And oh, because it takes place supposedly in Christopher Robin's room. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. Whatever. It's a book. I love that it's a book. I love that the characters interact with the narrator. That was one of my favorite parts of this movie. Oh my movie. gosh, okay. When later in the movie, Tigger gets stuck in the tree, the narrator rotates the book, Tigger slides down the letters. Hilarious. Love it. Fun. Great. So anyway, they're doing the opening song. I took a picture of this because it totally, like, I noticed this before and I had no... And I'll, I'll post this picture on, like, Instagram or something or social media. Facebook. Our yeah, Facebook, Facebook page, I'll right? post it on both. Okay. But, um, Do we have an Instagram? Yeah, well, I have an Instagram. Oh. That's Piglet in the opening... Oh, he looks a little different. That's not what Piglet looks like. No, I never. Do you know, do you know that I never, ever, ever noticed that? Yeah. In all the times I've watched it's, it. He, he does looks not like have a tiny little Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, he has ears. His shirt is not clung to his body. Right. Like his his it it almost he's wearing like a onesie in the actual thing. Yeah, that's what it looks like a little and, onesie. And his like legs and arms stick out. His nose is like more like Winnie the Pooh's nose. Right. He almost has a. He's standing next to Rabbit. Rabbit has way more detail than he does. Yeah, that is weird. So, here's what I found out. Okay, tell me. Piglet is not in the first, the first feature. So they right. originally released these as three separate stories. Yes, which I didn't four know that. Or whatever. Three, I think. Yeah. yeah. Piglet is not in the first one. Okay. They replaced his character with Gopher because they thought Gopher was much more fun, like American, like. Hard work. Like, it was that right. the time, and, and it was that the fans of Winnie the Pooh were like, you cannot get rid of Piglet. Right, we love Piglet. We need Piglet. Yes. So they put Piglet in number two. Yes. And number three. Yes. So so Piglet is back. Doesn't answer why he looks different. Yeah, that is weird. I never noticed it. Like, and part of me wants to go back and watch these three separate shorts separately and see if when they were advert like aired originally, does the first one have that piglet thing in the theme. That's good. That's a good but thing. But not have him in the thing. So that was the original drawing for Piglet? Yeah. So The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. um, was done in 1977. Yes. The Blustery Day was done in 68. Yeah, so they, they were all... Yeah. They were all... The three were done first, and then I didn't realize that because um, I thought it was done all together, and then they split it. I didn't know that they were split. Which is actually really cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the first thing in my notes I wrote is, "What the heck is up with Piglet?" Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna. That. It's kind of like, like, "Hey, Piglet can't come to set today." Gary, can you just fill in for Piglet? <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure, <laughs> it's me, Piglet. Or, or, hello, George, my five-year-old son. Would you please draw this little Piglet person for yeah, us? Yeah, because he just doesn't look weird, like Piglet. Though. It is. He just looks weird. All right, so let's talk about the story. Okay, so Pooh Bear is the Exorcist. <laughs> Why would you say I know why, but you have to tell people because when that he does know. his when he does his morning exercise, <laughs> yes. his head stays stationary, yes, and his whole body rotates, yes, and then his head proceeds to rotate, yeah, terrifying. It's cute. It's not terrifying. It's cute. <laughs> and then his body rips, and then he pulls it together. I wish I could do that with mine sometimes. Oh, whoa, weird. Just sew it back together. Pull the um, string. Okay. Sterling Holloway oh. is. I mean, so so this is gonna sound weird. Sterling Holloway's delivery of these lines reminded me of Star Wars. Now, let me explain. Okay. So, in Star Wars... Yes. If you watch the line readings... Okay. Like, of, like, the auditions, these actors are just, like... They have no idea what they're talking about. Castle Run, Parsecs, Light Speed, Lightsaber. They're, right. they're just, they have no idea. But they're fully delivering it. Right. Committed. Like it, Like, it's something they know. Sterling Holloway is committed... Love ...to him. every single... I mean, it's... Because he's saying weird schmackerel and just these weird happy, weird happy Wednesday. yeah he's just it's, it's very weird and right. very child friendly and, and he talks like a child so it's much. very yes. very sesame street he's talking before yeah but, but 
right. He, he's he's talking friendly. almost like Big Bird, where it's right. it's not full sentences, but it and it's kind of like he's not very smart, right? Um, but that's what makes it is that he fully. I mean, he didn't like just like yeah, sure, whatever. I'll do your little kids movie. He he was Pooh Bear, and that's what was so cool about that. Um, now when did do you know when Sterling Holloway passed away? Ninety two. Okay, so then Jim Cummings took over, and I think Jim... Mm-mm. No, no? Another guy, then Jim Cummings. I was going to say, I think Jim Cummings did a great job. Oh, I Jim think Cummings is perfect. I think it sounds almost 100% Well, you, you know, you know what's crazy, right? No. Jim Cummings is also Tigger. Oh, see, that is crazy, because I did not know that. And with this... We've talked about this, like, multiple times on this show. Oh, They're sorry. doing No, no, no. They're doing a new live-action Pooh Bear that's, that's going to have Ian McGregor. Which I can't wait to see. I'm they're already casting the other characters. Yes. Like Brad Garrett as Eeyore, and they're they're right. starting. They're being odd, like they're being quiet about Pooh Bear and Tigger. I'm hoping. Do you think Jim Cummings uh, could do it? If they don't, it'll be disappointing. Well, yeah, because he's, it, he's. It's Jim Cummings. Like, yes. like you can have any sad person be Eeyore. You can have any right. British person be Owl. Right. It, it Pooh Bear can't not sound like Pooh Bear, and Tigger can't not sound like Tigger. Right, but even I, I would even say even a piglet with the stutter and the cuteness, oh, yeah, but, it's got to be there, right? But and and I think the same guy has been Piglet for forever, and it. But right. so those three, yes, right? Those are you couldn't big. be like, oh, and Ryan Gosling's Piglet, like it, it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't work. You know what I mean? It, it's, right. It's gonna be good. I hope. I hope. All right. So let's talk about. Okay. So. Oh, so the first story. Yes. I don't remember that. Oh, it's it's is the, it the blustery day. No, it's no. the rain cloud one. Yeah. Yes, where he decided. I was watching it with the eight-year-old little girl that I nanny, and I didn't need to interrupt again. I don't care. And Winnie the Pooh is rolling around in the mud, and she goes, "Why is he doing that?" And I said, "Cause he's gonna be a rain cloud." She's like, "Rain clouds are gray, not black." But she did well. It would you know? What a jerk. No, she's eight years old, and she. She really liked watching it, but kind of didn't want to admit that she was a little bit too old for it. Yeah. You know, anyway, okay. So, so other Disney movies take place in the books. A lot of them do this. They start with the book opening. I or, love that. Or even Robin Hood. Right. The Alan Adale is that, like, art in the first yes. letter. Yes. And then it keeps going and right. blah, 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 blah. This one fully embraces that it's a book. The narrator talks to the characters. The characters talk back. The characters interact with the words. Right. The, the narrator says page nine to page this. I love that. Right. It's so, it's such a fun way to break the fourth wall because it feels like you're being read a story too. Yes. And the, it, it, it gives the book life. Yes. Like it's it a really, really weird way to like make it feel like I'm not just watching a movie, but like the book has now come to life and I'm talking to these characters and yes. these characters are talking back and, and I love that. And I think that the narrator, I believe his name is Sebastian Cabot. Yeah. He just he just gives it that perfect that home kind of where you want to hear him tell you a story. Oh yeah. So all right. <laughs> Pooh falls down the tree. Oh <laughs> so Poof. funny. So funny. Because <laughs> he just kinda like Boink. Yeah. Because he, I mean, he's filled and he's with... still talking as he's hitting every single brand. <laughs> well, because he's a stuffed animal, so he's just falling and like, um, uh, the narrator says, and like he's trying to solve his problem, and the narrator says, and the first person he thought of, and Pooh kind of looks at the camera and gives this super smug look, like it's the funniest look. Pause. Pooh Bear has re- like this whole movie has very good 
reactions and just yes. physicality which for being in animated the, and, and the in the 60s, 60s. And the 70s. but like Pooh's face is just like Winnie the Pooh <laughs> and the narrator's like no Christopher Robin he's like oh yeah good, good that call, one. <laughs> good call. <laughs> but like it's just like the fact that he's got this just the smuggest of faces yeah. is like that's who I thought of it's like no you're wrong right um so oh my notes keep going back to the top so uh, Piglet and Pooh is the wrong pairing, is what I wrote. Uh, Pooh, uh, it should be Pooh and Christopher Robin. Yeah, I think okay. Pooh and Christopher Robin is the best pairing for this movie. Um, okay, so I know some trivia, actually. Okay. So in each of the three movies, because they released them separately, it was three different actors doing Christopher Robin. Really? And then when they went back and tied it all together, they had one actor do Christopher Robin. I was going to say, I was like, it sounds like the same kid. Yeah, that's why. I just recently watched this video. Um, which is a really cool video about Disney recycling animation. Uh-huh. And I mean, you and I have known about it. Yeah, of course they do that. It's really sure. cool. It didn't save any time or money. Like, apparently it was, like, even more difficult to do. Oh, okay. Um, but there's recycled animation in this movie. Do you know where it is? No. When Chris, at, Towards the end, when Christopher Robin is walking with Pooh Bear, yes. and he's talking about how he wants to do nothing, and he throws a rock, and then he walks down a rock. Yes. It's exactly what Mowgli does when he's oh, leaving the wolf pack. Oh, very cool. It's... It's, that is yeah, super I watched I, I watched it back to back. And I was like, oh wow! But it's I mean, yeah. Why would you even notice it? You would notice yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Eeyore. Oh man, Eeyore has two killer lines in this. He says, "So they're like Christopher Robin's helping Eeyore get a tail, and Eeyore sa- and everyone's like, yeah, good tail, Eeyore." And Eeyore says, "It's not much of a tail, but I'm sort of attached to it." Isn't that great? That's so funny. <laughs> like that's, Especially because they nailed it to his booty. Yeah, and that's like so funny. Just it like the, funny. the like, because and it, it, Disney does this a lot. They have lines that a kid's not gonna get, but an adult will get. But it's not like Ugh. it's right. just like it's just like funny. Like it's, it's not much of a tale, comedy. But I'm attached to it. Like, right. Exactly. Like I'm physically tail. attached to it because I like it, but it's also my tail. I'm attached yes. to it. Um, he then says. Like, Pooh Bear says, good morning, Christopher Robin. And everyone's like, oh, good morning, Pooh Bear. And Eeyore just says, if it is a good morning, which I doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, jeez. Yeah. Well, and he's got that little rain cloud that kind of follows him around all the time. Yeah. Um, but And then, like, Pooh Bear's like, okay, can I borrow your balloon? And Christopher Robin says, you don't get honey with a balloon. And... Pooh Bear looks at him like, are you an idiot? Like, gives him, like, this, like, like, how dare you face? And he just goes, I do. <laughs> and I was just, like, laughing, like, what was that face? We're just, like, how dare you doubt me, you idiot? <laughs> like, um, so, he, you know, he, he becomes a, a rain cloud, and then he gets up into the tree. Uh, I wrote, this is probably some of my favorite writing. Oh, yeah. It's just it's so just, fun, and it's, it's fun, so yeah. clever, and it's just, um... And then he needs help to get honey. And so the narrator says, honey rhymes with bunny. And bunny rhymes with, and Pooh Bear goes, rabbit? (laughs) 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 Yeah, sure, whatever. So then he goes to Rabbit's house. Oh, this is my all-time favorite of the whole movie. So he eats all of Rabbit's food. Yeah, and it's like sticky. Where he's talking. Yeah. The little girl goes, how do they 
do that with this. He goes, yeah, she he, goes, why is he talking so weird? I'm always stuck with honey while he's trying to he's talk. He's got this like schlop, like. Yeah, I was wondering if they gave Sterling Holloway, if something. he was chewing something or when he was talking. Or they added it maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It sounded really good. Okay. It's so funny. So then, so he eats all the honey and Rabbit's all freaked out. And then Pooh tries to leave and he doesn't fit. You love it gets, I love this. I absolutely, it's my all-time favorite. And he gets stuck. <laughs> and what does Rabbit have to look at? Pooh's big old booty. Pooh's butt just hanging. And so just hanging Rab- there. Rabbit's trying to like figure out what to do with Pooh's butt. Right. And he like puts a, so he, he puts a frame <laughs> on it and he turns it into a moose. And a this deer, is, a deer. No, he says a moose. A oh, moose. I thought it was a deer. Okay, because no. a hunting trophy. Yeah, and he's he goes a moose. And... Yeah, and he, so then Rabbit's drawing a face on Pooh's butt. Yeah. And... and here's the best part. Yes. So Pooh's giggling. Yes. As he's drawing the mouth, and then he oh, laughs. Oh, he's right down his butt. <laughs> well, and then, like, the right. mouth gets all screwed up. Uh-huh. And then, it, and then Rabbit's all frustrated, and then it cuts to Pooh Bear, and Pooh Bear has the exact same expression of the, <laughs> the moose on his butt. Yes. It shouldn't be that funny. But it's so funny. It's just so, like, as he just looks at the camera with this stupid face. And I'm it's, just, like, laughing. It's so funny. Okay, but I have to say something about this. Okay. So, okay, Pooh is stuck. He can't get out. So what does Rabbit do? Rabbit is in his house. What does he do? Tries to push him. No. How? What does he do? He tries to push him. He won't move. What does he do? I don't know. He goes out the front door. Why doesn't Pooh just go out the front door? I was watching it with the little girl. I'm like, look, the door's big enough. There's a couple of things I've noticed in this yeah, movie where like, I'm like, wait, what? But then it wouldn't be funny. Later, uh, well, he even makes a reference to not having a door big enough or so- something. Yeah, like, because, Pooh even but says it. Rabbit's tall, so he went out the front door. I was like, well, Pooh's booty could have fit in there. <laughs> Later, uh, when Tigger shows up, uh-huh. Pooh has two front doors. Ah. The the door that Tigger knocks on uh-huh. and the door that Pooh opens are two different doors. Oh, there you go. Um, which is something I was like, wait, what? So uh, so then they get Pooh Bear out. And uh, Gopher actually has a line. Gopher is very prominent in this story. Yes. And Gopher has a line where he says, um, uh, like, Pooh's talking. And, then, and Gopher has this whistle on S's. Yes. Where he's like, yes. And he does this whistle. And he even says, like, something like, What's up with your speech impediment? Yes, because then Winnie the Pooh starts repeating yeah, it. Yeah, but something. he says a speech mackerel of honey. Yeah, something. he says like speech impediment, and like he includes it, and I was like, that's funny. That's more word comedy that a kid's gonna be like, whatever. Like I don't get it. it doesn't. Yeah. But the adults like, oh, that's that's a funny little jab. Um. So next story, it's a blustery day. We get introduced to Piglet, who looks completely different. He, he introduces like his piglet. house. Yeah, he he looks like the piglet we know. Right. Not this weird, not Gary Piglet. Piglet, yeah. Piglet's cousin, who was his stand-in for the day. <laughs> um, so, also, I need I need to talk about this. Okay. I was trying to find stuff about this movie. I googled, is Piglet? Okay. Is One Piglet? Of, like, because I was going to start, is Piglet? And then it kept going. One of the first things that popped up... Okay. Was... Sorry, we got to let Theodore in. He's freaking out. He wants to be in the room with us while we record. One of the first things that popped up was... I'm gonna wait till you sit down because this is good, and I want to hear you. I want to hear your reaction to this. Okay. Is Piglet an armadillo? No, he's a piglet. <laughs> what kind of idiot would ask if he's an armadillo? Well, if you think about it. I I get it. With the sweater, because it kind of does look like it, but no, he's a little baby piglet. He's a I'm little like, piglet. Yeah. <laughs> enough people have looked at this movie and gone, I think that's an armadillo. <laughs> yeah, and because armadillos are pink. 
they're not pink, are they? They're gray, aren't they? With hard shells. Yeah. It's weird. Okay, why, so... Why would you... But like, why have enough people had <laughs> yeah, the thought, like... To get it on the thing. To get it on Google. Um, That's funny. On so he's Google. got the blustery day, and it's Wednesday. So he's, he's saying happy Wednesday to everybody, and then whatever. So then Pooh goes to sleep. Yes. But it's still blustery, and it's still windy, and it's still raining. Um, so he's kind of worried. Right, absolutely. And he hears a noise, and we're not sure what this noise is. And it's Tigger's growl. Well, spoiler alert, it's Tigger's growl. So then so Tigger shows up, and... He is, he kind of introduces Pooh and he talks about Heffalumps and Woozles. Okay. What? We're stopping it right there. Okay. As a kid, so I was that kid that I was always looking for the scary part of a movie. Heffalumps and Woozles scared me. I loved that song. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it in a sec, but I, I loved it. Like, I, it, it was weird and creepy, but man, is it really cool. Like, yeah, it, it, it was. It's definitely a chance where the animators really got to be like, Let's just do cool stuff. Like, right, yeah. Like, have fun with it. Yeah, like, at one point, there's some heffalumps that have, like, accordion noses. Right, and they turn into hot air balloons. Yeah, it, it's really fun. Right. Um, there's a lot of really, like, cool and fun things that happened in that scene. So anyway, so, so Tigger shows up, and he's kind of introducing himself, and, you know, I'm the only one, and, and that's Paul Winchell, who... Yes, has he I, passed away? Oh, yeah. There's, oh, I would doubt if anyone in this movie That's is still true, alive. That's true, right? Sorry. It's Maybe Christopher movie. Robin? One of the Christopher Robins. Yeah. But so, um, I actually know Paul Winchell as Tigger, but I know him as another character. Do you know who else I know him as? No. I know him as one of the banana splits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember that? From, yeah, I do remember He's that He's the show. lion. You who, should not remember that I show, love that but show. I do. Because I, I used to watch it. We used to watch that and Jabberjaw on Boomerang when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Um, early in the morning when I'd have to wake up for something or be sick or whatever. Right. Um, okay. But so, um, where was it? So so he shows up and he's he's kind of like, oh, I'm scary and he, he's scared of himself. Right. He, he's like, he's looking at himself in the, in the mirror. Yes. And he's like, that guy's just wearing pajamas. And then he scares himself and so then he leaves. And then Pooh is like standing guard for the Heflumps and Woozles because they're going to take, oh. Tigger does this really funny thing where he is like, oh, do you have anything to eat? I'm hungry. And Pooh's like, I hope you don't like honey. He's like, honey's what Tigger's love best. Right. So he like starts eating the honey. And then he just kind of makes this face. He's like, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> Tigger's <laughs> do not like honey. And then he leaves. <laughs> then there's the Heffalump and Woozle song. Right. It is so cool. Like It, it is cool. It's definitely where, like, the animator, I mean, the good drugs. It's just really cool. Yeah. Like, it, like it, you it, said, it was just... To let them do what, let it go. Yeah, there's the, the there's a heffalump that's a bee. There's a heffalump that is a cannon, and the woozle is like the the marching thing, and he lights the can. Like it's it's a lot of really fun and really just kind of cool. Like it, it was just it was a really fun scene. Absolutely. And I can see why you'd be not you particularly, but I, but could I see was wh- afraid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see why you'd be afraid. Um, but yeah, so the heffalump woozle song, so he gets afraid. The song is actually scary. It's yeah. actually a creepy. Maybe song. that's what it is because I think it's the um, is it like a harpsichord? A harpsichord? Harpsichord. Harp that word, or something that some instrument that they use makes it kind of circusy, carnivaly, but it is kind of creepy. Yeah, sounding. it's very slow. Yeah, but it, it's slow but like fast. It's weird. Yeah. Um. So I I I wrote down my names of what I thought the four stories were. Okay. The first one is Fat Poo. <laughs> the second one was Windy Tigger intro with heroes because. Piglet and oh so then Pooh wakes yes, up and, and the whole hundred acre wood is flooding 
and Pooh saves Piglet, but he also then Piglet gives his house to Eeyore. Yeah. And then no, he, he doesn't give it to Eeyore. He gives to, it to Owl. Gives it to Owl because Eeyore's looking for a house for for Owl the whole time because Owl's house falls, and then Pooh, Piglet and Pooh Pooh. Piglet just moves in with Pooh. Well, yeah, but, but that's the whole best. That's why I thought they were the best duo because it was like, but Piglet, where will you live? And he's like pulling on his little sweater and he's like, I guess I will live. I think I shall live. And Winnie the Pooh goes, you will live with me. The best part, one of the funniest parts is Piglet standing there all uncomfortable and all sad because they're like, all right, this is now Owl's house. Yeah. And Piglet's like, no, no, no. And Pooh just comes up and his face is just it's like... like yeah. Tell him it's your house, Piglet. <laughs> like, he's just like, that's your house. Stand up for yourself, you idiot. <laughs> like, he's he just was very... a little grouchy. He was like, like, tell them it's your house. And he's like, it's okay. It's Owl's house. I'll just wring my sweater. <laughs> yeah, he's like, tell them it's your house, Piglet. Like, yeah. His face is... But it, it's so funny. Um, So then uh, the second, the third one is the Tigger gets lost. Yes. So, so Rabbit wants to get Tigger to stop bouncing. Okay. Can we stop one second? Yeah, Another thing that I think is so great in this movie is when it's raining and the rain come and the rain, rain, rain comes down, yeah, down, down. Yeah, that's a great song. And it goes, the water rushes all the words of the page away. Yes. I loved that. It, it they, just give you a they great They do scene. such a, I mean, I talked about this earlier, but agree. They do such a really cool way of incorporating book to movie. Yes. Um, and making it fun and making it like, I mean, like I said, now I'm getting to it, but... With Tigger, he bounces himself up into the tree. <laughs> so, uh, this is definitely the last story, but it's also to me the most forgettable story. Yeah. The other two are like the the main ones. This is like whatever. Yeah. Uh, Rabbit wants to get Tigger to stop bouncing because he's quote unquote ruining everything. So then he tries to get Tigger lost in the forest to get him to like calm down. Well, Tiggers don't get lost. Rabbit gets lost, uh, and they even do another funny thing where their Rabbit pit. Uh, Piglet and Pooh are walking in circles and yes. the, the Bless you, Theodore. Bless you, Theodore. And the book keeps going from like going one page <laughs> to the other page. Like it just keeps going back and forth between yes. pages. It's um, so good. But so then uh Tigger and Rue Rue. Yeah, yes. they're hang what, Theodore, what? They're hanging out. And then Tigger gets bounced up in a tree, and Rue is fine, but Tigger's scared because he's afraid right. of heights. Well, and Rue is a kangaroo, so he doesn't have any trouble with the bouncing. Yeah, but then Tigger says, like, oh, if you get me down, I'll never bounce again. And right. Ra- like, I promise, and Rabbit's like, you heard it, everyone heard it, he's never going to bounce. Like, we got it, we got it, we got it, he's never going to bounce. So then the narrator says, like, oh, and then Tigger, like, something, and Tigger goes, who are you? And he goes, I'm the narrator. He goes, well, then narrate me out of this. Right. He's like, all right. So he turns... He turns the book, and Tigger's he able to down. S- slide down the words, and then he's all sad, because he's like, oh, I'm going to bounce, and Rabbit's like, no, you're not. You promised you're never going to bounce again, and now you and can't bounce. Yeah, and he's like sad, and then he's he like walking. walks away, so sad. and then everyone's like, I like bouncing Tigger, and yeah. he's like, yeah, me too, and then Tigger's like, yay, yeah, and he like punches Rabbit in the face or something. No, he doesn't punch him, he runs, that's how <laughs> he runs sure he, like, in every time. he just clocks him right in the jaw. No, he runs in and knocks him over, that's how he enters all the time. Yeah, and then... And then that's it. Right. So good. It's really good. So good. All right. So buy it, rent it, throw in the trash. I mean, buy it. Because it, it's... A, it's a classic. It's a, it's a Disney classic. You know what yes. I mean? So it's like, it's one of those ones where in five years they'll be like, guess what's out of the vault again? It's Pooh Bear. They do that. I have several copies of it here in the house somewhere. But The video, you know I mean? the Is DVD. They, yeah, yeah, they do get, that. Get it when it comes out or if it's already... I, I'm sure you can find a physical copy of it somewhere. It's definitely worth it. It's a fun one. It's good. I liked it. Um, I loved it. No, it, and, and it, it really is, 
Like, I mean, when you're... I mean, hello, I was growing up, I was a teenage boy. I didn't want to watch stupid Pooh Bear. I wanted to watch cool movies. This movie is like one of my favorite Disney movies. It's funny. It's well written. Yeah, it's clever. It's, good. it's just good. It is um, good. All right. So, next week is ooh the first week of October. Yes. So we're doing kid tested monster approved. What was that? <laughs> I made your little soundboard go up. Yeah. Monster. The thing is, we're going to like record next week's episode, and you're going to say Contested Mother Approved, and I'm just going to fit that in there anyway. No, I can't, because I was going to say it. For, yeah. Contested so. Monster Approved. Monster! <laughs> you're cracking yourself up. I am. I, I'm just making myself laugh today. So we're going to do Contested Monster Approved. Yes. Uh, so each week in October uh, that we put out an episode will be a Halloween or a quote-unquote spooky-themed episode. Yes. Uh, and when I first pitched this to Mom, she was like, well, I don't want to watch scary movies. And I was like, well, that's... The thing is, it's not just, it's not, I mean, judging by this first episode, which is actually a theme Mom came up with. I know, I came up with it. This was a pretty good theme. It's not just going to be scary movies. No, and there's we're so many different directions we can go, yeah. which is what we did with the first one, this theme. So the first, hi, Theodore. Theodore's, Theodore's like, biting my mouth. his face. Um, the first theme is, you, you explain it. Well, actually, we can't do your favorite part first. got to explain everything else. Zazzle. Okay, I'll do it fast. Ready? Okay, ready, go. Zazzle.com if you'd like some amazing merchandise. We have a Facebook page. How do you go to Zazzle.com slash what? KTMA show. Okay, what else? We have a... Um, Facebook page. Facebook page, which is KTMA show at Facebook. We have an it's email. It's Kid Testament Approved, actually. Oh, sorry. Kid Testament Approved. I mean, the website is KTMA show. Right. right? Okay, we have a Facebook... No, we have an email, which email. is KTMA show at gmail.com. We have Patreon, patreon.com. I know we've got a Patreon coming up in the next month yeah. or so. Yeah, we're going to do it in November. We did yes. get a new patron. We very much appreciate it. Thank you so much. Your episode's coming. Uh, I know what it is. I'm very excited. Yes. That episode's probably going to be the first episode in November. Yeah, which actually works out because... It's, yeah, it actually works really well. That works really good. So, um, okay, anything else? Uh, Patreon, Patreon. I did Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. I don't know anything about Twitter. We got a Twitter. We have a Twitter. Do you post on Twitter? Yeah, a little bit. Oh. I pretty much do like three posts an episode where I'm just like, ha, okay. ha, ha. Sounds good. Like, All right, I'll probably now. post that picture of like Piglet on our Twitter. Yeah, that weird picture. Oh, Piglet. That's a weird picture, right? Yes. And then we could put the real picture that we love. Um, I guess Theodore needs to make a phone call. He just, just grabbed like, your phone Yeah, there. Theodore just grabbed my phone. I think he needs some attention. So, right. um, okay, let's do the theme because Theodore is getting restless. Right. Our theme is the first movie that you remember being scared. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So, can I tell you what you're going to be watching? Here's the thing. Yes. We kind of told each other. You we told me did. this theme. No, no, you told me this theme, and we both kind of knew what exactly. the other was going to give us. Right. Like, I don't know if you knew exactly what I was going to give I you. I didn't, but... but I wasn't surprised when you kind of told me. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so Ruben is going to be watching The Wizard of Oz. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. I love this movie. It's a great movie. Now, have it's I told? So I've told the story on this podcast. So I no, won't tell no, it. you haven't. Okay, so I'm just going to tell it. And most of you know it. So I saw this when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was big enough. When it first enough, came out, right? Shush. I was old enough that I got to stay up and watch it. But my brother, hi Dan, had to go to bed. So I must have been four, maybe five. Okay. I remember sitting at the coffee table eating peaches. And then I remember watching this on television, and there's one scene. It's not like I'm giving it away. Everybody's seen it. Where well, can't spoil the movie. Well, yeah, but this is this is everybody's seen this one. 
where Dorothy is looking like at the crystal ball-y thing, and she sees Auntie M, and then she starts calling, Auntie M, Auntie M, Auntie M, Auntie M, just fell, went to jump on my lap. Um, Auntie M, Auntie M. And then Auntie M turns into the witch, and she's going, Auntie M, Auntie M, and she's like making fun of Dorothy. Oh, I was so afraid. I was so afraid that that scary witch's face was going to just pop right out of the television and get me. Just so, her face, though? <laughs> well, that's because all you saw. Yeah. So I really thought her it was just going to like, wow. So that's what you're going to be watching. It's a great movie. Also, I wanted amazing. to tell you, it is free on Amazon Prime. Killer. I, sorry, I, I know it's like a plug, but I don't mean it to because I like to save some I looked some into money. getting us an Amazon affiliate link. It was oh, like way too that. much work. Oh, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I'll do the work. Um, all right, all right so, so what you... Is... Now, here's the thing. Okay. Now, that this is a little different. Yes, Because it it's is. normally movies and feature-length things. Yes. You said, sent me this. Yes. I cannot think of anything besides what I'm having you watch this okay. week. Now... I tried, now I'm going to, we'll talk about this next week too, I tried to watch this earlier to yes. prep myself because I knew that if I said this, somebody's going to be like, oh, this is funny, let me send him these videos. So I was going to, I knew people were going to send me more of this. Right. This is something that I, I'm, mom just mouthed, are you sure? I, a lot of people have irrational fears. Very, well, yeah, and it's. It's whatever. You can't help it if you're I really am afraid. afraid. There's a character in this, and this is funny. Most people don't know this about me. There's a character in this that is a very popular kid song, freaked me out all the time as a kid, called Sally the Camel. I just shuddered when I said that. <laughs> you totally that. shuddered. I don't know. I eyes. don't know if you can see, like, hear that, but I totally shuddered and closed right. my eyes. Uh, it is creepy. It is weird. I do not like it. It is lifeless, and I hate it. Right. The Sally the Camel was ugh. It was in this Barney in Concert yes, from so 1991. That's... And, Mom, you will be watching the 46-minute concert film, Barney in Concert. And I tell you what, I tried to watch part of it today. Yep. Got through Sally the Camel. There are so many other things in this movie where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm terrified of all of this. Well, it's terrifying. So, and here's a little backstory on it um, that I remember is that was Barney just starting out. Yeah, it's a nightmare. I, I know, but... But I'm just the co- saying. The costumes are, besides Barney, terrifying. Well, yeah, because Barney was just starting out. So yeah. this was just basically two moms just kind of doing it. And now it's much different than it used to be. But, okay, so I'm watching <laughs> Barney in concert. Because of that stupid camel. Yes. Oh, I hate it so much. Yes. So please don't send Ruben <laughs> videos or anything. Cause do you do know what you what? want. Do it. No, no you know what? No, no, no. that's not no. nice because everybody's afraid of something and no, it's because, not fair. No, because here's what I, because mom would, so I, we talked about this earlier. Mom was really worried about this. She was like, I know this really bothers you. And I said, you know what? I need to normalize this stupid camera. <laughs> what did I tell you? But don't say. I, oh yeah. He's, there's people under there and I know there's people under there and right. I don't know why it freaks me out, but it's weird when the humps disappear because it, yes. my childhood brain is like, where'd the other half of that person go? Right. And here's a story. I mean, I, we'll talk about it more next week. But when I was a kid, when I was in elementary school, and I remember this very, very vividly. Okay. There was a, a assembly. And yes. I remember sitting there. I can tell you what school it was. It was Capri Elementary. I remember exactly where in the, the cafeteria I was sitting for this, you know, this thing. Right. So I'm sitting there. And they go, okay, we're going to do a fun song. Ha, ha, we're going to do Sally the Camel. Who wants to be in the camel? And I, I remember, if I'm in the camel, I cannot be afraid of the camel. So I will raise my hand and I will be a part of this camel. I distinctly remember the woman looking at me and choosing the kid next to me. 
Uh, and I was like, this is your fault. <laughs> this is, I could have conquered this, and this is all on you, lady. Uh, um, no, but so, so that's the thing. Is, is like now watching it, I'm like normalizing it. I also used to be really freaked out by sock monkeys, and I've kind of like allowed myself to normalize it. And like, that's not, they're not that scary. They're just creepy. So right. with this dumb camel. But oh, I, man, what I, I, I tell you, remember that somebody has to be, somebody's, somebody's claim to fame butt. is the camel. Yeah. Oh, wait, here's my part. Where's your part, Clyde? I'm the butt. I, you know, somebody had to be the butt. Right after this, I got to go be piglet standing. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so, I, I, right. I love standing piglet. <laughs> that is weird. I never noticed yeah, it before. You, it's it's weird, right? It standing piglet. Standing uh, piglet. All right, well, next week we'll be back with Barney in Concert and, and Wizard, Wizard of, of Oz. Oz. All right, bye, guys. Bye, guys.